Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, January 25th, and we have a emergency podcast because Sean Payton is out in New Orleans. Not fired, not retired, but temporarily stepping away from football is the way that it is being phrased. Joining me to break down this breaking news, which came as... We were recording a different podcast, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. Guys, on a scale of one to 10, how, uh, how surprising is it that Sean Payton's out in New Orleans? Also, what's up? Long time. I think we know for about a week or so that there were some, some burblings under the surface that he was thinking about stepping away, and it sounded weird at the time. And then we looked at the salary cap. They have the worst salary cap in the NFL at minus 70-plus million. The quarterback situation's in flux. But it's still like a nine for me just because I wouldn't suspect Sean Payton to step away because he has a few roadblocks in the way. I mean, he didn't step away. He was forcibly asked to leave during the whole Bounty Gate thing. But that was, he, he wanted to coach, obviously, and he came back without issues. So I'm sort of surprised. Uh, he's, you know, 58 years old, Breach. Um, so, but Wilson, the question was on a scale of one to ten. But so I, I said nine if you were listening. Oh, well, I'm an eight. Okay. I just want to make sure I was going one under you. Because like you said, there was some speculation uh, over the past week that he might step aside. But, you know, even hearing that, the guy's been there since 2006. He's been so successful there. And the idea of him stepping down after this long, even it seems shocking. So, I mean, I was stunned when I saw this. I did not expect to see this uh, today. I, I, You know what? I would have been less shocked if Tom Brady retired. That is how shocked I am that Sean Payton is stepping aside. So yeah, if you're I, watching on, uh, just let me say quickly, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the graphic that Debo just put up. Bill Belichick has the most wins among all active coaches, followed by Andrew, Mike Thomas, Sean Payton, and Pete Carroll. Uh, as a Steelers fan, Tomlin is often criticized by fans that wanted, you know, they want him fired. Saints fans, have we ever heard anything about people wanting Sean Payton out in New Orleans? No, and that's primarily because New Orleans was not a good franchise before his arrival. But as Mike Tomlin pointed out recently, like, you know, nobody connects Sean Payton to the USC job or Andy Reid to the USC job. And all three guys are similar in the sense that, you know, they have been with uh, one organization. Well, I guess Andy Reid's with two now, but um, they've been, they've been very good coaches for a long time. Um, have only gotten over the hump once, right? Tomlin's only got one Super Bowl, right? Ben's got two, two, Tomlin's got one. Two appearances with Tomlin, one Super Bowl. Right, and Sean Payton's um, both, and all three guys have dealt with a lot of heartbreak in in the playoffs just because of, you know, I mean, we had the the run for Sean Payton with Drew Brees where, you know, they lost three, what, three straight championship games or something like that, or or they they lost three straight, they they were eliminated from the playoffs on three straight, like, last second plays or the final play of the game or or controversy. Uh, At any rate, um, Sean Payton, 58 years old, nine and eight last year. We'll run through real quick the three plays, you know, the pass interference against the Rams in the yep. NFC championship where the Saints almost certainly win if that gets called the Minneapolis miracle, which my God, like, insane. He's miracle. Had, 
painful losses. And, and, then, then, the, and then the overtime touchdown pass to Kyle Rudolph. It, also against the Vikings. So like three, we're talking three years. Three, I mean, that's that's heartbreak. I'm surprised he, you know, that's where you say, God, maybe I need to take a time off. This is taking years off my life. If you uh, we're, we give away a hat, maybe give away some other stuff. So if you, um, gonna, yeah. So smash the like button. If you are in the YouTube chat and we will, uh, if we can get some numbers up here, maybe we'll give some stuff away. The Sean Payton joined the saints in 2006, along with drew Brees. You know, there's a crazy, you know, what if situation where drew Brees was potentially going to Miami ends up going to new Orleans because the dolphins pick Dante Culpepper and Sean Payton and drew Brees, um, you know, build this uh, sort of, you can't call it a dynasty because they only won once, but I mean, you know, they, they dominated, uh, they, for, they, for a very long an time. NFC South dynasty. Yeah, yeah, that, that checks out. Uh, the fourth best record since 2006 of any franchise. Patriots number one with three Super Bowl titles. Packers, uh, 166-89. Steelers, 162-93. Saints, 159-98. and um, So, Sean Payton also did not coach in the 2012 season because of the a year-long Bounty Gate suspension, which, by the way, uh, I believe the movie about Sean Payton not coaching in 2012 featuring Kevin James as Sean Payton in the bizarre, most bizarre casting decision of all time is coming out. Isn't it coming out like this Friday? I don't think anyone cares if we're being honest. Well, I just, uh, it, it comes out January 28th. So he's definitely building some buzz for this movie. This Friday. Like he's, he's, he's some fortuitous I mean, timing, if you will. Yeah. And he's setting up the sequel. Um, just to, to note, he's one fifty two eighty nine. We've mentioned out, uh, mentioned uh, six thirty one all with New Orleans, nine and eight in the playoffs and 2006 coach of the year. And that movie's called home team in case anybody wants to watch it on Netflix this Friday. That's right. And maybe most importantly, Super Bowl 44 champion, the only Super Bowl appearance and only Super Bowl win in Saints history. And that fact right there, Ryan, I think is what answers your question about why no one has ever questioned Sean Payton uh, being in New Orleans, whereas Mike Tomlin has consistently caught some heat for or consistently being mentioned as being on the hot seat. I think it's the... Well, he's not mentioned as being on the hot seat. Steelers fans occasionally want to fire because they get frustrated because they're not winning enough. No one's right. calling him. No one's saying he's on the hot seat. I mean, like, the, the Steelers have won so much for so long that Steelers fans are, like, demand frequent Super Bowls. It's been, it's been, a, been a while. I would also say that fans, I suspect, and I don't follow the Saints closely in terms of their how their fans feel about Sean Payton, but very few in-game decisions that make Saints fans angry, where Steelers fans get angry at some of the clock management issues and some of the fourth yeah. down decisions, the things that we get mad at just about everyone. By the way, I want to say quickly, if I'm casting someone for Sean Payton, I think I'm going with uh, Eric Murphy from Entourage. Like, he looks more like Sean Payton. Okay. Than, I'm to put a little makeup on him and make him look a little older. He's, he's, he's actually 47. But Kevin James, that's just like you threw a dart at a dartboard and you hit a guy. He's like, yeah, let's see Kevin James to do it. It's a comedy, um, though. And if you need somebody playing you in a comedy, they've got to like be a character of you. Fair enough. Jay Glazer, who is very, very tight with Sean Payton, uh, with tweeted everybody. this out. <laughs> right, I mean, Glazer just knows everybody, but he is, he's, exce he's, he is exceptionally tight with, with Sean Payton. Tweeted out, uh, Sean Payton was wrestling with stepping away for a year or stepping away for a year or two or retirement months. Told Mrs. B, that's Gail Benson, the, the owner of the Saints, who earlier this week even said, we don't really know what's going on. Told Mrs. B a couple of weeks ago, and she asked him to take some time off and think about it. He's gone up and down about it for a while, too. But the theme I got more than not is that he just needs a or he needs a break. And you know what? That's that's fine. Good for him. Yeah. If you're, if you're burnt out on coaching and you have a 
what amounts to like not a rebuild, but a pretty, pretty big off season in terms of how, what the saints will be like in the future. There's a lot of decisions to be made. You don't have a quarterback, you know, breeze walked away. You didn't, you missed the playoffs. Right. So if you were stressed out, if you're stressed out now, your stress level isn't going down with the things you're about to face. And one thing Glazer also said on Fox over the weekend is that Sean Payton basically spent the past two weeks in Cabo uh, trying to make this decision. So just picture him, you know, with his margarita or his pina colada or whatever, just sitting on the beach in Cabo trying to figure out what the heck he's going to do. Um, and I mean, you have to be burned out and, and not feel great about your situation if you're doing this right now. Right, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that Brenton stepped away. Um, no, that, that, that's exactly right. He just disappears at times. He, like he sneaks out. Yeah. And look, we sort of saw, I mean, I don't, we don't know the specifics of Calvin Ridley in Atlanta, but he took time off in the middle of the year because he, he wasn't mentally ready to play. And I don't, we don't know what Sean Payton's situation is beyond what we saw from the Chick Glazer tweet. But um, as Jason LaCanfora tweeted out, um, you know, a few weeks ago, he tweeted out today, but he he said a he's been saying it for a while. Um, let me find it. Well, yeah, and part there of the stress is. is like you had Drew Brees as your quarterback for 15 years, and now you just finished a season where you Ian Book was your st- starting quarterback for one game. You know, like it is just trying to kind of rebuild with a new quarterback and being 40 something million dollars over the salary cap going into 2022. That's just you know you've been there a long time. You were highly successful. You need to take a year off. You take a year off. Yeah. So JLC tweeted out um, when the news broke, but he had been reporting this for a while that um, Sean Payton's not retiring per se. Um, and several networks are pursuing him to do, you know, NFL stuff. I would imagine return to coaching at some point is, is possible. So Bre- Brenton, I mentioned that, you know, Calvin really stepped away and some Falcons fans and NFL fans in general gave him a hard time for not doing his job or quitting or whatever. Um, is there any sort of hint of that? I mean, I, I don't think so. I have no issue with people stepping away for, for personal reasons. Um, because you know, it's 2022, it's not 1968, but yeah, I, I would I, imagine there'll be some pushback from people saying, well, why are you stepping out when the things get tough for the saints? Yeah. I, I think that that it's viable that there could be some people who say, Oh, you know, like the, you know, now that the road is really tough and Drew Brees is gone and you're trying to figure out what to do with, you know, this roster and this franchise that you're walking away. I do think at the same time in the, in, in the vein of Sean Payton and Drew Brees brought the only, you know, Super Bowl title to New Orleans that New Orleans fans will probably be so thankful for the run of success that Sean Payton's had. Even if it's, you know, quote unquote, only one Super Bowl. Super Bowls are hard to win, folks, uh, especially when, you know. It was four years after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. And he, you know, yeah, exactly. And, I I I don't think Sean, I mean I think Sean Payton's a Hall of Fame coach easily. I I would expect I would expect that he comes back and coaches another spot. Bears fans have been saying all offseason that ever since you know it became clear that Matt Nagy was out or all postseason I guess uh, ever since they oh we're oh turns out we are going to give away a hundred dollar gift card to Paramount Plus so Ooh. smash that like button let's get the numbers up. Leave your handle in the chat. $100 gift card. That is a type P plus in the chat if you want to get a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus. That is uh, over a year's worth of Paramount Plus. I'm sure there's Kevin James shows you can watch on there as well. Um, but I think that Bears fans were under the belief that they could steal Sean Payton or trade for Sean Payton. 
we had talked about we had talked about um our guy Joe Musso has been talking about that for literally months. I said this is crazy talk. B Mac has been talking about it on HQ. So it's I don't know where it came from other than he went to school. What do you Eastern? But Eastern I mean, like North. Cowboys fans have been hoping for the same thing. This isn't just like a one team. Right. Uh, you know, Jerry Jones courted Sean Payton behind the scenes uh, a few years ago to try and get him to Dallas. So, you know, maybe this is, and there's also been speculation that he takes a broadcasting job for a year, then comes back and tells the Saints, all right, trade me somewhere. There's all these jobs open. Uh, hey, do you remember when, I know you do, I'm just, I don't know, I'm starting the sentence that way, but after the 2006 season, Bill Cowher retired, took the CBS job, and every offseason for the next four every or five, six years, the questions were, all right, are you coming back? And I would imagine, you know, he was probably burned out at that point in his career. He'd won the Super Bowl in 2005. Uh, his wife, I think, was still sick at the time, so I'm sure he probably wants spend more time with his family. And he maybe just liked the idea of not being under the pressure of having to work 90 hours a week. Uh for 50 weeks a year. And, and, you know, there's something to be said for that. And maybe that's what Sean Payton will decide because I would imagine Cowher may have been in a little younger than he's a lot younger. Cowher's under 50 when he retired. I think that was oh, the wow. big deal okay. with him. Everybody was like, Oh, he's got to come back. He's not even, you know, yeah. you take a year off. And I think he was going to turn 50 during his year off. And, you know, you regroup and, you know, he has kids. You want to be there for high school, graduation, college stuff. Um, but, you know, Sean Payton's getting up there. If you take a year off, He's 58. I mean, uh, Jim Caldwell. You know, you're, coming, you're coming back at 60, though. Yeah, but Jim Caldwell. So Bill Cowher retired after his 49, 49th. Man, imagine yeah. that. That's crazy. I mean, way, my, but he'd also been coaching there since he was 35. Like, he'd been there for a long time. Right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had three coaches since 1969. By the way, my buddy who worked at Anderson Consulting, like, as a partner for 20 years, he's retired and he's 49. Like, he literally has nothing to do but count money. I'm so so, and and like Sean Payton and Bill Cowher, he did work 80 hours a week and traveled the whole time and, you know, missed out on things. But do you know where Sean Payton's first coordinating job was? I hope uh, it was Cincinnati. The Giants. Cincinnati. Miami of Ohio. Oh, uh, 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 college. That was his first. He was not. Oh, that's a college. That's not a pro team. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, his first coordinating job as a professional was with Parcells, I believe, in 2000 with the Giants. He was there for he was there for three years and then. Where did he go after? And, you know, remember that, that 2000 Giants team. Oh, he took the, the assistant head coach quarterback's job with it, with the Cowboys for three years and then was hired to be the Saints head coach in 2006. And it really says like 2000. Well, Brenton, uh, real quick, that 2000 team, that's kind of how he made his name because that Giants team went to the Super Bowl with Kerry Collins as the quarterback. Yep. So think how good of an offensive corner you are when you're, you're going to the Super Bowl with Kerry Collins as your quarterback. So, so um, he's actually the quarterback's coach for the Eagles and the Giants before moving to be the offensive coordinator in 2000. Brandon Erasmus asks in the chat, as a Bears fan, I low-key was hoping for a Gruden-style trade. And that's funny mm -hmm. you say that because in a podcast that will probably come out in the future, and I will, I will say this on the, the other podcast when it comes out, we talked about exactly that. But I said the possibility of a Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers ending up in, in Denver and how crazy would that be and what that division would look like. And Breach, you can go ahead and spoil it, in terms of ranking that division, if Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers were the were to combo up in Denver for 2022, who do you have winning that division? Denver. I mean, think mm. about how crazy that, that is. somehow happened. I'm taking Denver. Okay. So the it, the interesting thing for me about the timing of this is that it, while I I have killed Bears fans for being insane and suggesting that they could land Sean Payton in some style, sure. some style of trade, you know, mainly because. 
Sean, Sean Payton had it great in New Orleans. You know, he runs everything there. Um, I would say that if Sean Payton were going to take a job, just because of his history, that that the two that two that are open, the Giants and the Bears, make sense from a historical perspective. You know, he coached in New York. He's from you know he 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 played football in the. I don't think he's from Eastern Illinois. Would, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he's from California, but Eastern Illinois played in Eastern Illinois. So I mean, you can make those connections. Um, he went I, to high school in Illinois, also. Now you could also make the you could also make the argument that Sean Payton is too. Uh, uh, to I don't know what's the word to like Sean Payton. If Sean Payton wanted to go coach the Bears, he wouldn't want the Bears to give up first round picks for him, so he would just retire and then go coach the Bears. I do think it's more likely that he takes a year off, recharges, surveys the landscape, and maybe it ends up like a cower thing where he gets out and he is like, "Holy crap, I'm making really good money." And less stress, one thousand times less stress, like ten thousand times less, stress. one million times. I mean, re- it's yeah. In related news, uh, Mike McCarthy, you better win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> I I do think, I do think that there is some pressure applied to Mike McCarthy here because Sean Payton would definitely love to coach the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is locked in. They have tons of weapons on offense. You know, he could bring in a defensive coordinator. We see saw him bring in Dennis Allen. Um, you know, maybe you hire your buddy Jeff Ireland to to work in the front office. Although, you know, I guess with Jerry Judge as the GM, it, it, yeah, I think I think the, I think the panic level for Mike McCarthy uh, moves up. Uh, my, our pal or friend of the friend of the show, Vegas Refund, asked, "What's good with Michael Thomas?" We will discuss the Saints coaching candidates. Who could uh, you know if this is an attractive job? Where does it rank on the job scale? Who could coach the Saints? Coming up after this break. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Reminder, we are giving away a Paramount Plus, $100 Paramount Plus gift card on this emergency podcast. So, and we're going to do these for a lot of them. We like, we got, I mean, you know, we had 50 million people watching Chiefs bills. We're loaded to the gills with cash right now. Um, 
I, I, I don't know that that's true. So don't hold me to that. But this is why you should subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you'll notice next to subscribe, there's a little bell that will alert you when we go live. So you could win a $100 gift card in some of these emergency chats. We have eight, now we have nine head coaching vacancies because the Saints make it nine. It's crazy. It looked like there might be three or four. Now we have nine. Uh, drop your Twitter or Instagram handles in the chat if you want to be eligible to win. Also type P plus and smash that like button. The more likes we get, the more money, we, the more stuff we can give away. Maybe some Brinson sucks hats. One crazy thing about nine openings here is if you were a team, we mentioned the Bears before the breakout. Oh, they might love to get Sean Payton or Bears fans would love to get Sean Payton. If you have an opening this year, you're pretty much out of the running unless you get David Colley, uh, like the Texans did, because no one's going to hire a coach this year and then try and wheel Sean Payton out of retirement and then fire that coach they just hired. Right. I don't think that's something the Bears would do. Uh, you know, I'm sure Mark Davis would love to have Sean Payton in Las Vegas, but he's not going to hire this coach. Well, Mark Davis might be the one guy who would do it. No, well, it's, it's, it's unlikely that one of the nine opening jobs ends up with Sean Payton. The one, the one spot that you could make it work would be Las Vegas, though, because you could keep Rich Passaccia as your interim, right. as your full time head coach, and then if it, you know, maybe maybe they win five games, you're like, hey, sorry. Or just tell him if he doesn't get to the playoffs, we're going to hire someone else. Like, maybe here's the thing. high standard. Yeah. Here's the thing, and we saw this with Jack Del Rio. They could win 12 games, and he's still going to fire Rich Passaccia if he wants to be, you know, distracted by shiny object to his right. Let me ask you this. Is there, I mean, and we'll, again, we'll get to the Saints in just a second. Is it insane to suggest that Jerry Jones would fire Mike McCarthy for Sean Payton? What? No. I just made the joke. 100% yeah, I'm, not. I'm, not, I'm not talking about next offseason. I'm talking about now. But keep in mind, any team that wants oh. Sean Payton is going to have to trade something to the Saints, whether it's this year, next year, two years from now, because he's Yeah, why contract. would you fire Mike McCarthy now? To get Sean Payton. Well, Sean Payton's not coaching this year. You're going to burn out You know Sean what, though? Payton. I think this gives Jerry Jones an excuse to keep McCarthy for one more year, so you don't have to worry about— Well, no, no, he's not firing him now no matter what, because Sean Payton isn't coaching in 2022, so there's no reason to fire Mike McCarthy right, right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you keep McCarthy, and if he's— does something dumb next year like he did this year. Like, all right, Sean, you're our coach as long. If yeah. we get a deal done, you're our coach. No one listened. No one heard my joke. I said, the other one, Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy. It's a little early to be drinking, Wilson. Um, <laughs> sparkling water. It's never too Okay, early. so I don't want to call out our, our pal, but I was a little surprised by this tweet. Jonathan Jones, our colleague at CBS Sports, tweeted, the Saints job shoots to the top of the list as the most attractive head coach opening in the league, in my opinion. Great defense. Division for the taking if Brady retires. Options at quarterback, creative front office. I would push back on that by noting that the Saints currently have negative $72 million in cap space. Yeah. Almost double the most in the entire league. No quarterback. You have no quarterback. You, now, Tom Brady might not retire. Yes, the division is, is you know, not exactly dangerous. If, if Brady retires, that division is suddenly a bad version of the NFC East or AFC South. I mean, it's terrible. Here, uh, read uh, as a follow-up, read P. Prisco's tweet, which is similar to JJ's. It's sort of, but funny, accidentally, I believe. Actually, I think it I think it might be a subtweet of JJ. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, this is definitely a subtweet. Wow, Pete and JJ going at it. They're like, or JP going to JJ. But JP, read it, but I think Pete might be serious. I'm not sure if he's kidding or not. The Saints have a bad cap, uncertain quarterback situation, and age is becoming an issue on the roster. But other than that, it's a great job. <laughs> Like I think uh, he's being sarcastic. <laughs> Look, JJ tweeted at two sixteen. Pete, who we got drama unfolding live on the emergency broadcast or podcast. That is such a subtweet. We got Prisco subtweeting JJ. Oh, oh my god, JJ, we yeah. need to tell JJ so we can subtweet him back. Oh, that's funny. 
But the sad thing is I agree with Prisco. I never thought I'd say that. I mean, would you even put the Saints in the top three? Top three of what? The, for the job openings. J- I mean, JJ's saying they're number one. I don't think they're the top three. Here's the thing. I, and we always talk about cap situation. We don't know what the cap number is going to be, so it may be less than what we think it is. I mean, they, you know, discern the cap it's like number. It's going to be $210 million minimum, I think. Okay. and The, the Saints are – I mean, look, they – Mickey Loomis makes it work every year somehow, but the Saints are in a really bad spot from a salary cap perspective. So maybe they lose two or three players, and depending on those players, that's a concern. And maybe you can trade some of those players away and get draft picks or something. I don't know. But I don't think this team is suddenly um, a two-win team. Now, the quarterback situation is the the biggest glaring issue for me. Beyond Salary cap's number two. Well, Sean Payton's number one quarterback and then the salary cap. But I don't think it's a great job. I'll, I'll just say that. The oh man, the Saints had like seventy four million dollars in dead cap money, based on like injuries and guys who left. I mean, injuries. we talked about like Jacksonville has all that salary cap space. Trevor Lawrence, the Raiders, you're in Las Vegas, you have Derek Carr, Minnesota. Like, I just don't see how the Saints are a top three destination here. You're gonna have to. You also have to deal with the fact that you have Marcus Davenport who came on strong. At the end and then at the end of the season, he's coming up for a possible extension. That's Cameron bad. Jordan is Cameron Jordan is, is a Hall of Famer, but man, he's you know he's getting older, and you know oh, maybe the argument is that if Tom Brady retires, anybody could win the NFC South. It's the most wide but open division. Here's the thing, Breach. Now that the Saints are out of the picture, Tom Brady does he reconsider? Because this See, happens. That's, if I'm Brady, I'm like, all right, Bruce, I'm in. Like I'm literally calling Bruce Arians right now, seeing this news and saying, there's no competition, zero. Uh, yeah, that, that guy beat me four straight times in the regular season, and now that was it. My kryptonite's out of the way. We can cakewalk to the next NFC South title, and we're into the playoffs next You year. can make an all-star team with the three remaining teams in the NFC South, and they still would win three football this, games. And this is how he's going to convince Giselle that she come back. Like, hey, honey, did you see that news about uh, Sean Payton? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and be at practice tomorrow. Bye. I mean, th- look, you can do a ton of restructures. You know, I mean, th- and this is Mickey, Mickey Loomis does this every year. You know, you the problem is if you're the Saints in – you lose Drew Brees last year. You lose Sean Payton this year. Do you want to kick the can down the road even further by trying to restructure and be competitive? Because the other problem is also you don't have the best, one of the best head coaches and you don't have a quarterback. So you're kicking the can down the road for what? Yeah, I think it's Taysom more. Hill? Exactly. I think it's more likely that what you do is. You the problem, though, is that you're wasting that deep. You're wasting the defense. So, sure. do you do you talk yourself into kicking the can down the road and, and trying to get Derek Carr or whomever that you know that sort of level talent? Like Kirk Cousins in New Orleans doesn't solve any problems for me. I'm sure some people it'll make extremely happy. Mathematically, you can't do that with the with the. Money. Oh, that's true too. Right. The 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 Vikings have to eat the entire contract as part of the trade. But right, the, that sort of player. Like I don't know what the easy math is to to make it worth kicking the can down the road. But you are wasting the defense. That's the problem. Yeah. And you can't do that because uh, you don't to, have the offense. You know, like if you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and that's your offense, you can be like, yeah, we'll f- worry about the defense later. You can't do that in New Orleans right now. All right. So of the head coaching, like if you w- would you rather coach the Bears or the Saints? Be the head coach of the Bears or the Saints? Uh, Saints ownership is better. Yeah. And I know that Mickey Loomis can do his job. I have no idea about the new Ryan Poltz. I know he's a, a Chiefs guy, but I don't know anything about him beyond that. The, well, the issue is Jeff Ireland That's could leave. One. Jeff Ireland could leave and take a GM job. If he does that, I have major because I don't think I think Jeff Ireland and Sean Payton have been picking the players in New Orleans. Um, so Mickey Loomis handles all the cap stuff. He's really good at it, but he's also managing. He's also running the Pelicans. 
Um, I think because of the cap space, because of the quarterback situation, because Tom Brady might still, you know, it's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, coin flip on who retires first. Uh, I, you know, the vision is probably even relative to like your, your competition. You got Justin Fields if you like him, you know. And the other thing is, if you coach the Saints, you have to follow Sean Payton. You know, they had those, they had those three, seven, and nine years a while back, but they've been, I mean, they've. Yeah, I don't think people get hung up on that, really. I mean, the there's a, a buzz. The immediate buzz was that Dennis Allen will get some consideration for he the coached, job. coached uh, the Raiders for a little bit, I believe. Yeah, coached the Raiders. Didn't Not, do very well there, but no, nobody did very well with the Raiders. Right. Hey, Ryan Nielsen, assistant head coach, former, uh, former NC State coach. How about that? There it is. Ring the bell, Debo. We got it. Take a shot if you're playing the Brenton NC State drinking game. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ricard actually got a Richard. Richard actually got a uh, defensive coordinator interview, I believe. Is it with the who is it with? Maybe the Seahawks. Uh, he's a former defensive coordinator of the Seahawks. He got he got a, there was something about an interview he picked up uh, earlier earlier today or earlier this week. Um yeah, I think that I mean Dennis Allen's a great candidate. He knows the organization, you know, front and back. He has had he has head coaching experience. He he knows he's worked with Mickey Loomis. Maybe Jeff Ireland's willing to stay in New Orleans to take on a bigger role as as personnel guy without the actual GM title. Uh, you know, you've got, you know, a, a defense in place that you feel like you can win with, and then there's just a bunch of different personnel moves that you could try to try to make happen. So I don't hate the idea of. Dennis Allen as head coach. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, familiarity and all that. Familiarity breeds contempt, too, apparently, is the saying. But, yeah, I think he makes sense given the – not that it's a surprise, but are even – we're sort of late in the process because all these teams have been interviewing head coaches, and there are, what, nine openings now. By the way, I don't know what yeah, the, look, That's a good point, too. That Sean Payton, you know, told Gail Benson a few weeks ago that he wanted to step away, which would have given them more time to work on this process – but she told him to take some time. Um, well, and Dennis Allen coached a game this year because Sean Payton had COVID, and it was the game where they shut out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a pretty good. Uh, what do you think the Caesars odds were back in uh, August of Sean Payton? This is his last year coaching. Like who who bet that at ten thousand to one? Same people who bet the Bengals to the AFC title game. Yeah, hardly crazy people. Yeah, DT, DTJ in the chat points out uh, Dennis Allen actually undefeated as Saints head coach because he took over uh, when Sean Payton was out with COVID during the year. Um, I literally just said that. Oh, I didn't hear you. I was reading. I was reading. Tom, Tom Brady just posted something. Sorry, I was. Tom Brady posted something on Instagram. I was reading it to make sure it wasn't like. And the irony of that is that Dennis Allen coached against Tom Brady. They won nine to nothing, and that was the whole thing because right. they shut out Tom Brady. That's right. Not 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 ironical at all is that the Tom Brady. Thing you're reading makes zero sense. It's just a bunch of word salads, as is Tom Brady's been known to do. He's just like pumping new news out every day. He's like, no, Sean Payton, you don't get the news cycle. I get the news cycle until I decide whether I retire. Get out of here. Do you think that um, Diana Rossini reports, sources also shared Payton felt as if he was going to make a move. It had to be now. I was told he is not done coaching football in the future. Yeah. I, so it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a said that too. yeah, it's just a step away and, and recharge the battery situation. So he's going to coach probably somewhere in, in 2000 and I would guess 2020. I mean, it sounds like a, it's not you, it's me situation with the saints where he's like, 
all right, I don't want to really be here anymore. I'm going to go. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to end up somewhere else. Um, I don't think he's returning to New Orleans. Maybe he's taking a year off to do the reboot of King of Queens. Did you guys ever think of that? Uh, or, or this Ooh. is just a setup for a for a, for a sequel to to uh, hometown. Hometown, yeah, hometown too. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, I would, um, I would, I think that Dennis hometown. Allen is an easy number one candidate here. Uh, Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator, was also mentioned as a possibility to come in. What about? Did we mention Brian Flores yet? No, but uh, I mean, the defense is already good. The offense is going to have a lot of questions. I don't know what Brian Flores, you know. I don't think Flores would want to go that situation. Well, and um, yeah, I mean, look, here's here's two tweets I thought were interesting and basically back to back in my timeline. Sam Monson, a a friend of the pot, friend of the pot at Pro Football Focus, said, "Remember, the Saints aren't in cap hell anymore. They've been in cap hell for the last decade. This is just how they operate with the cap." The idea you're picking the roster clean just because Peyton's gone and they're in cap hell now is silly. But then Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Media points out, looking at the Saints cap situation, new head coach, quarterback uncertainty, I'd be calling trying to inquire about their star veteran players. That could be a rebuild situation that has some stud vets. Like Cameron Jordan's a perfect example. Well, and the, the big difference between cap hell now and cap hell, you know, over the past 10 years is that they have the safety net of Sean Payton and Drew Brees. You knew the offense was going to put up points. And if they didn't figure something out, well, they could still be good because of those two you don't have Drew Brees anymore. You don't have Sean Payton. So now you have Capel. You have no quarterback. And it's a dicey job because it's it's almost a total rebuild once if they don't figure out how to get keep their defensive stars. They also have a bunch of free agents, not necessarily all you know massive names, but I mean PJ Williams, Traquan Smith, Quan Alexander, Jameis Winston, Teron Armstead, and Marcus Williams, who was franchise tagged last year. You know, you know, several, you know, that's those are those are big pieces to the defense and a and a huge piece on the offensive line if you can't retain them. Now Obviously, signing somebody, you know, sign it. You, you, know, you can sign an extension. You can set it up so that it's you know you kick the can down the road a- again. I think we just we don't know what the Saints want to do. Like, do they want to come in and clear the decks now and say let's start over? Uh, Dennis Allen can be our head coach if he does well. We want to keep him as long as we can. But then you have the opportunity to maybe you, you, look and you go Dennis Allen now, and if he struggles for whatever reason next year, maybe Sean Payton wants to come back. Maybe the Saints win two games with Dennis Allen. They 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 free up the cap space, and maybe Sean Payton wants to come back. That's not out of the question, right? Yeah, he had the 18th overall pick as well, and there'll be some quarterbacks there. So I, I mean, so he comes the next year off. Is he going to have any say in in the draft planning and the the free agency comings and goings? Because do you want to come back to a team that now you haven't had input in for 12 months? No, so, probably not. By the way, uh, let's see. So uh, our pal. I, neglected this, but the, the Michael Thomas situation, let's just say we trade Michael Thomas. I'm just doing this on the on spot tracks, uh, roster management thing. I'm going to trade him to the new England Patriots. It only clears up $2 million in salary cap space, but you do get, you know, maybe you get a, maybe you get a good draft pick back because Michael Thomas is, you know, good Lord. I would hope so. Well, I mean, I'm seeing like a really good draft pick back because he, you know, he has, it's not like a crazy contract previously set the record for most receptions in the season. Is an all-pro caliber wide receiver. Some temperamental stuff. It does seem that um, he could be on the move. You know, if you traded Cameron Jordan, just trade him to where do we trade him to? The Jets, just for no particular reason. That would only clear up one million dollars in salary cap space. So I mean, like it's some of these trades of guys that could potentially be gone are not. You, know, you could tag and trade Teron Armstead, I guess. Man, but again, you're wasting the defense and you're having to plug holes in the boat <laughs> right as you're sinking 
Yeah, it's um, or the, the rest of the boat's on fire. So you're plugging <laughs> holes when you need the water. Right. There you go. Good one. God, you're good at that breach. That's what you should have done. You like, should do. I, uh, I mean, I trust Mickey Loomis to give up to figure this out. Don't get me wrong. But by the way, I was going to say breach should do a 365 a day analogy calendar because he would. That's where your millions are. All right, yeah. Why, would, why are you doing this? Podcast? As soon as this podcast yeah. is over, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. The. Yeah, I mean, there's there when you look at their roster in terms of pre-June one cuts that they could make, there are not a lot of guys who like the Packers, you look at their roster, and there are three obvious veteran cuts of the Smiths and Randall Cobb that you could make that free up a ton of salary cap space and quickly get you down inside 10 million or 15 million dollars in 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 uh that you're over the cap. The Saints don't have those. They they just really don't, you know. Um, if you do, let's see if there's some trade, some trading stuff would work. Like you trade Ryan Ramchek and you free up eight million dollars in salary cap space, but you just traded Ryan Ramchek. You, you can't trade, trade your just start offensive alignment, you know, right, like you trade Marshall Lattimore, you get 14 million dollars in cap space back. But I mean, these guys are young, they were drafted in what 2017. I mean, they're, I guess, they're veterans now, but they're still in their prime. I mean, you trade those guys and this job becomes really unattractive, you know. Uh, so Bradley Roby. You could trade and free up nine million dollars in salary cap space. I just don't know how, like, if teams are going to necessarily be willing to. Yeah, you know, I think certainly teams would give up a first for Marshall Lattimore or Ryan Ramchick. But at a certain point, if you're the Saints, you have to ask yourself: Is this? Is this? Is this like like what? You have to you have to pick a path. I think right. And yeah. Are, to, are we going to totally rebuild and and dump all these stars and trade them away and, and start over? And your your the new incoming coach needs to know that. Or are we going to try and patchwork this thing like we've done for the last 10 years, get under the cap by $6 and go into next season and try and win this super down NFC South that anyone could win if Tom Brady retires. So Without Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Without Drew Brees and Sean Payton, where the best quarterback in the division is, is now Matt Ryan. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. P.J. <laughs> Walker. Is if now Tom best. Brady retires. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a uh, yeah smash that like button. Oh, we got to give away. Uh, Ooh, the gift card. I forgot. We got to give away a $100. Paramount Plus gift card. Smash that! Oh, we got all right. Smash that like button. Write your uh, handle in the in the Twitter in the in the in the chat or uh, P Plus hundred dollar gift card that gets you like eighteen or no, like twelve or thirteen months, maybe fourteen months of uh, of Paramount Plus, the best streaming service in the planet. Um, I mean, yeah, like Victor Garcia in the in the chat points out, you could trade Alvin Kamara. Again, I think it comes back to like what what is your what is your ultimate plan? Is it to continue with the core you have and try to band-aid the salary cap situation or to just you know do what you do every offseason? Or do you just blow this puppy up and start over? Because that, I mean, that's a and that's a, a lonely, that's a that's a that's a tough road to sell somebody on a, a coaching a coaching candidate to come. Well, there are only 32 of these jobs. Someone will take the job. Someone will take the job for sure. You know, you get a Matt Rule seven-year deal, makes it a little easier for the medicine to go down. And that Paramount Plus card, you can buy a one-year premium plan for $100. That's one year on the premium plan. What's the premium plan get you that the regular doesn't have? Less no commercials, I think. Zero at. Okay. Duh. Duh, obviously. All right. All right. We got a boy. Yeah, let's go. What we got? <laughs> oh, you got to go let your... Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. We got to run this thing past 3 o'clock so Wilson's son... I can, I can get up and walk upstairs, you realize. Uh, no, you can't. You're stuck. Oh, this is actually fitting that this winner, the winner, has randomized... At Reno Reeves, you get a Paramount Plus gift card, which allows you to watch Reno 911. 
There it is. A hunt for QAnon special. Congrats to at Reno Reeves. You won the $100 Paramount Plus gift card. Um, Debo will be in touch. Make sure you got your DMs open or shoot Debo DM or however this works. Debo handles everything. Snail mail. Yeah, that's right. Um, So, yeah, Sean Payton out. His future undecided. But it will not be in New Orleans for this year. Prediction sure. right now. Do you think he coaches in 2022 or in the broadcast booth? I don't or think he coaches in No, he's not coaching. Oh, in all right. Broadcast booth or takes the year off? I think, uh, he take, I think he does broadcast. I think he does. A, I think he does like a Sunday studio show. I'll say so, I don't think he does broadcast booth. Amazon's first year Thursday Night Football 2022. They have a lot of money. Jeff Bezos is the richest person in the world. You cut Sean Payton a check for $1 billion. He is oh, I'm gonna, your games. I'm going to do a breach ball prediction. I predict that he is like an uh, an assistant to the assistant coach at TCU where his son goes to school. Ooh. Like a, an unpaid intern type of situation. I and that sets that, up the Home Team 2 sequel. There it, there it is. Somebody, somebody threw out Home Team 2, No Way Home. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> nice. uh, I, I predict that he coaches his son's high school football team in uh, parallel with the Kevin James hometown movie coming out and proceeds to have a better record than Sean Payton did in the movie. He tries to beat his own record as the movie is, is being released. That's a lot of moving parts. That's a breachy and like bold prediction. It's, it's, it's stupid. Okay. That's I it. Like. For the, that's it for the emergency podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and hit the alert button. There's a bell next to the subscribe button. We will go live and be giving away these Paramount plus gift cards in the future. Right. Debo. Of course. You were in audio only. I didn't know if you were doing that on purpose. Or not. I'm here. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for watching. I'm sure we'll be back soon. For Breach and Wilson, I'm Brinson. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.